When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frank Murphy is the most interesting man in the world. He is the most interesting man in the world. He is Frank Murphy! Frank Murphy! I could kind of get behind this one. A conspiracy theory? Yes. Well, in Lincoln's assassination, there was a legitimate conspiracy. John Wilkes Booth had a a bunch of guys helping him out. Uh, One of them, at the same time he was shooting Lincoln... Another guy is over at the Secretary of State, uh, Seward's house, stabbing Seward in the face. Um, and then there were a few others who were all convicted and hung as part of the conspiracy. Wow, that's intense. <laughs> yeah. So it's a solved conspiracy, if you will. In fact, if, if anything, they're saying, well, maybe they didn't need to hang the lady who was the landlady. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lady. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe she was, but whatever. That's, this is, you know, 1865. They, they wanted to get everybody. Just goes down those dark spiral darkness. Well, at least that's a true conspiracy. That's usually crazy ones that are ridiculous. Yeah. That was- oh, come on. We all know JFK Jr. is coming back. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he'll be on our podcast next week. Yeah, yeah right? We got him, next week. <laughs> him and Bean. Also, the way he laughs at that woman that got hung, the landlady. <laughs> so maybe they should not hung her. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I thought that was hey, funny. Christopher, do you remember the Twilight Zone about the Lincoln assassination? Yes, where the guy, he wished to go back in time or something, and he, he wound up being John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. No, 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 he wasn't John Wilkes Booth. He went back and met John Wilkes Booth, and it was Russell Johnson from Gilligan's Island, remember? But no That's one believed right. him. He's trying to stop the assassination. Oh, it's a really great episode, kids. Yeah. Listen to Grandpa right. Edwin and Grandpa Christopher and look it up. <laughs> he builds a time machine to go back to stop the assassination. And he can't. That was a really good mind bender one. I love that. It's one. very intense because he's trying to stop it, and no one will listen to him. So even though it's a show, you know, and it's it, about time travel, you're really getting tense. Like, no, stop him, stop him. <laughs> There's a drop right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, back on back on target here. He's actually being featured in a children's book, uh, a Missy Barrett book, as Frank Murphy. He's now a character in a kid's book. And so he was talking to this with his guest host, Sarah Roberto, and he brought up being in a different book. I'm in the book. And this is a much more pleasant experience than the time I was in Adam Carolla's book. So um, I'm afraid to ask what Adam Carolla wrote about you. Um, he was, I just remember him from Love, Love, Love Line. Line. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Drew. Yeah. That's yeah. him. Yeah, well, he that. was irritated that I um, delayed his entry into show business by, by my calculations, 48 hours. So wait, you're telling me you had the ability to prevent Adam Carolla from being famous? <laughs> show because, business. because if that's the case, you did us a big disservice by not preventing him. Preventing him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay, not great. Well, I'm in the book. If you find, find his book, <laughs> I'm the villain in the book. Oh, there are worse things, Frank Murphy. 
<laughs> because um, we were, it's, yeah, I've told the story before. You can find it on, also, I told it on the, the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. So, yeah, we get a mention and uh, we find out that Sarah Roberto, Roberto hates Adam Carolla. That's I got to get that book now. If you join uh, through Frank's uh, podcast, through Frank and Friends, you can get download a free book from Audible and keep it forever. And if you look on Audible, Adam Carolla reads his own books. I, was, I wonder, Arr. has Frank ever been on Adam's podcast or vice versa? That needs to happen. That'd be fascinating. They could fight it out. I don't know. But I don't think so. I know that um, Adam talked about him on his podcast a bunch of times. And there's a blog somewhere. Open up a blog. Uh, that I read where Frank was talking about being on, being mentioned on that podcast. Frank, if you're listening, we'd love you to go on Adam's show. It'd be fascinating. This week on Frank and Friends, we found out that Frank, Loves death just like Bean does. He uh, was caught taking pictures at a funeral. Well, sort of taking pictures, but he had pictures from himself at a funeral. How are you taking a picture of yourself? I didn't take a picture of myself. <laughs> okay, what? Keep going. What ha- all right, so explain I, this. After the uh, funeral, I get home and I'm looking at Facebook, and here's a bunch of Tracy's friends, some of the ballet moms that I okay. also am Facebook friends with, mm-hmm. saying, Oh, I'm so glad that. They streamed the funeral so because I couldn't be there. Here's the link. So you so attended like, oh. the funeral twice? I clicked on the link. <laughs> and that's when I realized that the camera was not in the back of the church where I thought it was. The camera was in the front of the church looking back at the congregation. Oh, wow. So I'm, I'm starting to look at the online stream. I'm like, wait a minute. A few people are oh, Frank. go up to the front to pay their last respects to the open casket. So are you telling me you scrolled through the live stream of the funeral that you attended in person? Just the beginning part before the actual funeral started. Looking for yourself? Well, I wanted to see if I made it on there. <laughs> I wanted to see if I made it on there or not. I was up there for just a few seconds. But how many photos did you steal from... from I did a screen grab so I could show my wife. And, how many? And... <laughs> how many screen grabs? I don't know. Was it one screen grab, Frank? So, I mean, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Seven that I kept. Seven pictures from a video of a funeral. Oh, That's my it. goodness. <laughs> this brought up a term that they use called franking it to 11. But do you think that this is like part of your franking it to 11? Do you think that... Yeah, I guess it is. It's, it's kind of in that yeah, world. I do take it one step beyond. One step it's beyond. A, a yeah. normal person would go to the funeral and not look at this uh, online stream. Or maybe you'd look and say, oh, let me show my wife what the stream was like. That's probably to 10. And then I take it to 11 by actually doing screen grabs and saying, look, Jerry, here I am. I'm at the funeral. Look at me. Yeah. So that reminded me of Lindsay and her party where she was saying she had like several different costume changes for a party bus. She was franking it to 11. I like that term. (laughs) You can also see why Bean and Frank are such good friends. That's something Bean would do. He'd go to her funeral, and then he'd go back and zoom it, and he'd capture some screen grabs. <laughs> I, I think he would get drops. He would get, like, audio clips of the funeral. <laughs> of the talk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bean, the when I die, you can take drops from my funeral talk and play them on your show. When you die, Edwin, it's all going to be drops. The oh. whole service is oh, yes. going to be drops. Chris you Fry, should... I entrust you to do that. <laughs> it's going to be like when Bean used to like 
do the thing where he would like have a conversation with someone else, but it was just him talking in drops mm-hmm. or like someone talking in songs. You can just oh, with, like, send Rodney's. a whole message beyond yeah. the grave from Edwin. Oh, totally. It's, like, That's what I want, Christopher. But <laughs> <laughs> in your will, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start the ceremony with bada bing, bada boom. And then the ending will be, you know, don't Bogart as the casket lowers. Yes. Perfect. Sounds good to me. Makes hey, me want to die right now. Wait a second. Maybe we could get into doing like Kevin and Bean funerals for people, right? Oh my Where God. We do that kind of stuff and we do the drops. <laughs> and obviously with their family, you know, it wouldn't be just solely. But with their family's consent, I hope you bit. mean. Yeah, of course. You just want to show up there and do that? That'd be so cool. No. <laughs> but that'd be well, kind of cool. Well, we got to audition. So when, you know, when it happens, we just got to show up and just start doing drops. Right? Yeah. Uh, That could could totally be a business. (laughs) Seriously, just uh, call into the show or whatever. Click our little message thing and leave us a message. Send us an email. We're in. (laughs) Us and Omar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Well, we'll work on that business. Uh, Again, Edwin keeps talking about how we can see how uh, Frank Murphy and Bean are friends. And while this story about a kid doing the puck drop at a hockey game really illustrates that. And they only had one... um, Honorary puck dropper. Right. I mean, I would have done it, but you can't come on after the cancer kid. No. You know, everyone's cheering for the cancer kid, and we all know, oh, we're happy for him. He's doing well. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, that's all they needed that day. So you can't... Yeah, and it's superhero night, and he's got a cape on. No one can go before him or Or after after. him, except you had to do it. You had to go on after him. I did. Just trip out. I was referring to him as the cancer kid, and now he just can't go out after him. All right, on Frank and Friends, they were talking about Frank going to the gym. He's notorious for being cheap. Right, Edwin? Yes. Remember, he packed food to go to Hawaii. Yeah. It's like his 10th anniversary. <laughs> That's pretty so, cheap. How do you think he gets his gym memberships? Through sponsorship. Of course. <laughs> they make you join when you do the commercials? Um, I, yes, I thought it was a good deal. Yeah. You know, I, um, the only time I've successfully worked out is when I was getting paid to do the commercials for a gym. The only time I successfully lost weight is when I got paid to, oh, to do a amazing. diet commercials. And that is apparently my motivation. Being paid. Right. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I, I support that. So if anyone wants to pay us, <laughs> oh, well, we'll do it. We will do a commercial for you. That makes sense, though. Yeah, right. So. Lindsay is always bringing up how Frank Murphy is a renaissance man. He does plays. He does dancing. On this episode of Frank and Friends, we get to hear him sing. It's uh, Catherine Frady's birthday. And so he's going to sing her happy birthday. It's your show, Frady. Today (laughs) is your birthday. And I am now going to um, sing in my best soprano. Happy birthday to Catherine Frady. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Catherine. Happy birthday to you. The voice of an angel at Frank Murphy. Excellent. Excellent. You guys don't know what happened there? That wasn't Frank Murphy, was it? Come on. It's too early to pull these tricks out. Catherine singing. That was Catherine singing, uh, and he lip synced. He lip synced. Uh, he lip synced. He lip synced along with it. Is that how it's <laughs> supposed to say? He sure. he he lip synced the song while she sang it, uh, which was very funny. So go watch the video on that. 
The only lip uh, sync I know is Funky Town. Other than that, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Lips Inc. Funky Town. <laughs> does Lindsay know that song? <laughs> this show and is just off the rails from beginning to middle Funky to Town. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Stay on target. Stay on target. On Frank and Friends, Frank tells Catherine about his, well, basically business lunch on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, I had to go to a business lunch, which seemed odd. That is odd. And, one, and these are the boss. The boss has told us we're coming in. He's paying, paying for lunch. So I get there, and I'm panicked because, you know, I've been in radio and business for a long time. And I immediately said, is this, are you firing us all? <laughs> On Valentine's Day? How yeah. could you do this to me? Just ask him. <laughs> like, no, no, what makes you think that? And they decide to have it at um, a place, a restaurant, I guess, called uh -huh. Twin Peaks. Uh -huh. Have you been there? I've never been. But oh, neither I, had I. I do know about it. Neither had I. Yeah. Um, I guess it's like a ripoff of Hooters. Right. I think, is it supposed to be an upscale version of Hooters? I've never I been don't in, know. So I, I don't mean, know. it's been a long time since I've been to Hooters. I think I, it was, last time I went to Hooters, I think it was out in California. Yeah. Like the sign says, Twin you know, Peaks. spectacular views. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm expecting to see all these girls in, you know, cut off jean shorts and checkered shirts. Sure. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. Well, it was Valentine's Day. Okay. So they weren't wearing that. What were they wearing? I'm a little scared. Red lingerie. Are you serious? I'm serious. So it was like just like walking into a strip club. I was I was surprised. Yeah. That would be a little distracting. I don't know yeah. if I could eat lunch like that. <laughs> I just thought of another detail that I probably shouldn't say on the show. Oh, now I have to hear it. <laughs> uh -oh. but, uh, okay, well, we may have to end early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a Hooters knockoff. A knockoff. A knockoff. <laughs> I, I, my favorite part is when he brings up the restaurant and Catherine instantly knows where it is because she says this. Uh-huh. <laughs> well but could you imagine i mean i don't know how you guys are but i used to wait tables <clears throat> to have to do that in lingerie are you kidding me I, that's, I can't i mean that's kind it's of terrible i would only go cruel. to that place 10 or 20 times before i started. well i yeah i guess but i mean bartending yeah but you're dealing with hot food and shit like that no i i don't know I how don't it's know. done <laughs> i don't know why it's done right I, and I know that uh, it it's just a weird story for a, a corporate meeting, you know. Yeah. Come on yeah. over to our luncheon, and and there's <laughs> women just walking around in lingerie, which is which was very very weird. See, I thought that was going somewhere else. I thought Frank was going to say, "Yeah, I got there early, and I put a bunch of breadsticks in my pocket, and I ordered to go, you know, ten plates to go, <laughs> since it was a business <laughs> lunch." <laughs> I think he was too distracted to do that. Frank Murphy doesn't play Wordle, which surprises me. It's the most interesting man in the world. Um, doesn't he say he does a crossword every day? You think he, he would love Wordle? Yeah, I would think he would. He would be into it, but I, he doesn't like the sharing aspect. I mean, because when you share your scores, I guess it gets annoying. And I'm sure Lindsay's really well, he's pissed right at, about that. I'm sure Lindsay's really pissed at Frank Murphy for not liking Wordle. On Frank and Friends, he also mentioned us on uh, the podcast. I did a Zoom with the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. But I didn't realize that they put out the YouTube version of it. So there's parts of it now that I'm cringing, thinking, oh, no, because I got animated and I'm banging whatever I'm doing. <laughs> I had, Throwing things. Well, and... I had the computer balanced precariously on a stack of Amazon boxes. And uh, multiple times, either um, my headphones cause the everything to shake 
or I bump the cardboard boxes and the computer is spinning around. Well, maybe they can just say that you were going through like an earthquake or something. Yeah, because most yeah. of them are in California. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I love it while that, while that clip's playing. Lindsay's messing with her camera and it's just twirling around. It's awesome. uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. He balanced his computer on, on boxes, which right? made me feel really good about my setup. <laughs> All right. So on Frank and Friends, they talked about how Frank celebrates St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I'm so excited today. Oh, you are. You even have the green on. I did. I found this old um, polyester uh, Irish harp tie <laughs> that I think was from my high school days. Perfect. And in fact, it's a little short on me, but you can't tell because of the table. <laughs> it's definitely not an adult size, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we're here on St. Patrick's Day celebrating. So they celebrated with a short St. Patrick's Day green tie. Catherine Frady is back, and um, she had some questions about Frank's friends that filled in for her. I binged listening to them as I drove back, but you know what? I, I really wanted to ask you about your friends. Yeah, you know, I've got a lot of friends, apparently. Apparently, you do have a lot of friends, but they all have like one thing very much in common. They're beautiful. <laughs> beautiful young women. <laughs> I was like, do you friends, they discussed Frank's love of peeps. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. It's still Easter for eight days after Easter. Sure. Now, well, it is. <laughs> it's called the Octave of Easter. So today is Easter Tuesday, and tomorrow is Easter Wednesday. And Do you do anything to celebrate that? Like the days of Easter? You mean oh. marshmallow peeps? <laughs> I know. I, I'm safely, um, I've got my peeps standing by. You do? Like, <laughs> I've got some emergency peeps. Peeps always come up somehow. Well, I don't eat them as much as you would think, but... I also am saving them for a day when I can take them outside and roast them, like you know, toast, toasted marshmallows. Yeah. But that hasn't that never happens except you know maybe once a year. So I haven't uh, haven't really peeped out. Peeped <laughs> out this year. For a second, when you were talking about them, I kind of thought you were going to say that you would plant the peeps and hope that they'd grow into a tree. What? <laughs> what the heck? That was a. Uh... Kira Cup again. Uh, again, she's just she's just hilarious with those comments. <laughs> but uh, that was interesting to me. I don't really like peeps, but roasting peeps on an open fire might work. When the, isn't that like cooking a marshmallow on a campfire? Yeah, they're just marshmallows, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They are, but they have a coating of sugar, so I don't know how that would work. Would so they never... Even worse for you than a regular. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I always wanted to put peeps in a microwave, though. I heard that they expand. <laughs> I don't want to clean the mess up. Do you guys like peeps? They're okay. Oh, they're fine. I, I'm not a marshmallow person. I will right? eat a roasted marshmallow every now and then, but mm-hmm. not marshmallow. What about s'mores, Christopher? I will eat one of those every now and then, but I just don't like a lot of marshmallow. And it's funny because my kids say I toast marshmallows perfectly. Get them just nice and golden brown. Oh, I challenge you. Look at you. We're going to go <laughs> camping one day. We'll have a toast off. Yeah. Frank Murphy, Frank.